0: Hi, this is Kevin, and I'm here to help. Welcome back to another episode of Here to Help. I am so glad that you've taken time to listen. And yes, I know, I I preach. No, I didn't preach. I just released an episode almost weeks ago talking about consistency. And then last week, I just didn't get back up to the recording studio. So what a great example of consistency by having a week in between without an episode. I am so sorry. It was just one of those weeks that, uh, just busy and hurried and work was insane. But hey, that's okay. What are you going to do? Because I'm here to help. And so we're back and I want to talk about something that's been kind of on my heart lately. And I think it would be a really, a good time to, um, go through, um, this thought And when we release next week's episode, you'll kind of understand why I set the ground for this one. And uh, we'll talk about that as we get into it. But this week, I want to talk about just answering this question. What now? What now? And uh, I hope it's a help to you. And as we get into it, let's see what we can do. Have you ever been in a place where after a victory or reaching a goal or you go through a tragedy or heartbreak or pain or a struggle um, and you just stop and say okay (laughs) now what (laughs) you twiddle your thumbs and you look to heaven you say okay god what am i supposed to do now you know throughout the bible there are people in good places and bad places there are successes and failures um, after life-changing events where people just have to make major decisions, and many times there's good examples of people that make great decisions that go on to even greater victories and do great things for the Lord, and there are many, many examples um, and times when people blow it, and they drop the ball, and after a victory or success or a life-changing event, they just goof up, blow it, th- um, throw a shoe, and they just— Destroy their lives and or or destroy the lives of other people And that's what I kind of want to talk about today We have examples like Elijah after Mount Carmel, discouraged Um, How many times did Israel, after battles that they lost Whether, you know, when they first came into the Promised Land And they fell or you know when they faced the Canaanites and fell Um, Nehemiah and the Jews when they're facing rebuilding the wall around Jerusalem and there was um, People against them and the rulers didn't want it to happen and it was just a hard time they were discouraged The passage I want to focus on today is 1st Samuel chapter 30 it's a very familiar passage of scripture It's talking about a time with King David and David had just been turned back from Helping the Philistines Remember he had spent some time in, in the land of the Philistines He got tired of running from Saul And so he ran to the Philistines for help And for safety of all the places to go to His sworn enemies And he ends up being given the city of Ziklag by the king And he builds his city And he he, he establishes himself and his men um, in Ziklag And then when they're going to go to war against Saul That their turn back said No we don't trust you you need to go home and so David comes back and they find the Amalekites had invaded and they had taken all their families and taken great spoils, burned the city to the ground. And as we find that they, in verse number four, it makes a very interesting statement that they cried so much that they just couldn't cry anymore. They no more, they didn't have, the Bible says in verse number four of, of 1 Samuel 30, they didn't even have power to weep anymore. And the Bible says in verse number 6, David. Bible says he was greatly distressed and his men wanted to kill him. They wanted to stone him to death, but saying, dude, this is your fault. Your leadership caused this. Our wives, our children, all of our stuff is gone. And this is your fault and we're going to kill you. And that's where you have the famous verse where the Bible says that David encouraged himself in the Lord. So what do you do? What now? What are we going to do now? Our families are gone. Our city is burned. Everything's destroyed what are we supposed to do now In verse 7 and 8 of, of 1 Samuel 30 David calls for the priest Calls for an ephod And prays and said God what am I supposed to do God should I pursue these people And God says yeah Go get them Go get them and David, David pursues after the Amalekites after the And in verse number 9 He ends up having to leave 200 men behind Who were too weak to keep going um, as they get close to the Amalekites, as they're, as they're parting after the great spoil, they find one of the servants um, that would fallen by the wayside and left for dead. And he got him to help. And in verse 17 and 18, the Bible says that he attacked the Amalekites and recovered all, along with a very great spoil. But have you ever been where David was and just simply say, Now what? When we finally found ourselves established, we finally found, had a city. We no longer had Saul chasing us. Everything was going good. Everything was going fine. Everything was going well. And then all of a sudden now, city's gone. Family's gone. Wives gone. Kids gone. People want to kill me. And I just don't know what to do. I don't even have the power to cry anymore. Have you ever been there? Just where you just say, now What? Have you ever gotten to the point where you fulfilled a, a great goal or, or got to the point in your life where he says I finally got to this one thing that I searched for and worked for for so long And say, okay, now what? Now what? So often we just get to that point Whether through victory or through failure Through high times or low times Good times or bad times We just get to the point where we just stop and question Look to heaven and say, now what? We look at our lives and say, now what? What are we supposed to do now? And that's what I want to kind of talk about today. If you get to that point in life where you start questioning, say, okay, God, what now? Now what? I want to give you some help, just some good, practical, sensible help. And it'd be good to get a piece of paper... And, and square that paper off into four quadrants or four sections And I want you to write four questions One in each of those four sections And then answer them And this is how you're going to make the first step to Just simply saying, now what? This is how you're going to get to the point where you say Okay God, this is the next thing that I'm going to do This is how I'm going to establish and know whether you've just gone through a failure or you just had a great victory, you've just had a great success, you just went through tragedy, you just are grieving, you're hurting, you've had a great loss, you've lost your job, you're struggling, you don't know what to do, get out a piece of paper and break it into four sections. And I want you to write four questions, one in each of those sections, and those, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I want to see if I can be of help to you. So I'm going to wait. You have your piece of paper? just kidding you can go back and you can I'll review these and you can you can do this later but I want to go through these four questions number one the first area of life, the first section of that piece of paper that I want you to write a question down and then I want you to answer that question is simply this what is important? What's important? You've got to come to the place in your life where you evaluate whether you've been through tragedy, you've been through a victory, you've you've been hurt, Um, You've been, you've had a great success. Let's stop and say, okay, what's important? What needs to be continued? What should be held on to? What do I need to protect? What should I keep close? When we've been through these life-changing events in our home, one of the first things I do is I stop and say, Okay, let's reevaluate. Let's let shuffle our lives around and just make sure that, first of all, we determine what is important in our life. When we went through the tragedy with Chris and, and, his, and his passing away, um, that was a huge reset button for uh, my wife and I and the kids um, reevaluating what was truly important in our lives. Things like our walk with God, church, ministry, family, um, uh, simple things like the job, um, uh, dojo, going, doing martial arts, um, uh, dieting, taking care of ourselves physically. We stopped and we just reevaluated what is important. Because that's the primary one That's the first thing you need to do Is you need to gather the wagons around Because it's usually at times of high point of victory Or low point of, of, of failure That if we're not careful we will, we will let go of that which is important And hold on to that which is stupid Or useless or, or vain or frail or dumb If we're not careful We need to stop And evaluate and say Okay God, what is important if I'm, if I'm reevaluating and, I, and I'm going to either take the next step into a next goal or I'm trying to gather the wagons because we have just went through a massive battle, what is important? What should be continued? What do I need to hold on to? What needs to be protected? What needs to be kept close? What is those high-priority things of life that I have to make sure that I'm holding on to? What is important? That's question number one. Question number two, look in the second section and write this question. What needs to be either let go or put on pause? What needs to be let go or put on pause? What needs to be let go or put on pause? If I've I've reevaluated and I've said, okay, these areas of my life are important, I've got to have a job, got to pay the bills, I need church, I need ministry, I need my family, I need my walk with God, I need to pray, I need to read my Bible, I need to study, those are important things. I need to pay my bills, I need to do what's right, I need to take care of myself physically. Those things are important. Then we need to make another section and say, okay, what either needs to be let go or put on pause when— We've gone through um, this hard time this last year. Um, I reevaluated and we let go of some things. My wife and I and the family, we've let go of some things or put on pause some things in our lives that had to say, okay, not quite yet. We need to put this on pause. We need to hang on. We need to hold back and we need to maybe let go of that because those things are not important. Learning how to purge your life of the unnecessary is one of the greatest factors of, of having a successful life Especially after a great victory Or after great failure Especially after a great success Or through tragedy, heartache, or hurt Stop and say, okay Now that I've established what's important I need to establish things in my life That need to be let go Or simply put on pause for a season Next, number three And this is a very important one too See, all these are important Number three Maybe I'll just do episodes on all four of these. Maybe I'll come back and revisit all these because these are very important. These are needful. Here we go. So we've, we've established what is important. We've established, we started to figure out what needs to be let go or at least put on pause. Third thing, what do I truly believe and have hope in? What do I actually believe and have hope in? I have I have had times in, in my in and in seasons in my life where I've stopped and said, Okay, God, what is it that I really believe in? I know I believe in him. I know I believe in Jesus Christ. I know I believe in the death, burial, and the resurrection. I know I believe in the blood sacrifice that Jesus paid for me. I know I believe in my salvation. I know I believe in eternity with him. I know I believe that my, my son is in the presence of God. I, in, in, I know I believe in the Bible as God's word. I know Why? I know I believe serving others is important. Those are the things that as I've, as I've not just figured out what is important like family and ministry and walk with God and I've, and I've evaluated what either needs to be let go or put on pause, I also need to establish, reestablish, and make sure, make strong my foundations of what I truly believe in, what I have hope in. And when you've gone through either a strong victory or you've gone through a tragedy, um, having time to really stop and evaluate and say, okay, God, what do I believe in? And if I'm weak in some of my beliefs, maybe I need to stop and strengthen those. Because that's important if, I, if I'm struggling in my faith If I'm struggling in my walk with God If I'm struggling in, in my love for righteousness If I'm struggling in, in, in important areas of my life And I've let them fall short And I've let them weaken And I really don't believe in those things Well maybe I need to work on those But I need to establish what I believe in And where my hope lies Because that's important I can't have my hope lying in a job. I can't have my hope lying in um, something that's temporal or foolish or, or a failure or something that will just will just disappear. I've got to make sure I establish what I believe and what I have hope in. So step one, what is important? What do I continue, hold on to, protect and keep close? Number two, what do I need to, need to let go or at least put on pause? Number three. What do I believe and have hope in? Where is my true hope? Where do I have my true faith? Where do I truly stand and what is my foundation? Number four, and the last box. You ready for this one? Once I've established those three, those three other things, then I can move on to this. What steps do I need to take to move forward when I am ready? What steps do I need to take to move forward when I am ready, let me give you an example through the tragedy of of losing our son we had to we've Mike and I really my wife and I really feel and that God is leading us to um, a ministry of, of counseling, of, of crisis management and, and counseling um, And helps in that sort of, of ministry And um, maybe life, maybe that becomes a, our, our life our, our, our What we do for income So as we're pushing and moving toward that ministry That life, that purpose we need to realize, okay, what steps do I need to take to move forward Toward what I feel God's pushing us toward There's some counseling classes I've already read a few books on counseling On crisis training and crisis um, counseling And um, grief counseling I've, I've done some reading and some research And listening to podcasts and listening Trying to gain as much information and experience and knowledge that I can and then And now... Looking at probably um, end of the year, first of the year, we have um, we have some classes, some online courses that we're going to take, and which will strengthen those abilities for counseling and 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 help that that can be used that will that will be beneficial to this thing that God's pushing me at toward. And I have to say, okay, what steps do I have to take in order to move forward when I'm ready? What steps are necessary? So I've established what is important. I've established what either needs to put on pause or let go. I've established my beliefs and my, that system, those foundational um, beliefs and faith things that I've, I've built my life upon. I reestablish those. I make sure they're sure and secure. And then I say, okay, what steps are necessary to move forward? And it's not a, now. You've gone through. You've gone through tragedy. It is not time to to, to quit your job and think about starting a new career. <laughs> Start small first. Um, but what steps are necessary to take the next step to move forward? You've reached a lifelong goal. You've reached an amazing step of your life, or you've fallen off the cliff into grief or tragedy. Okay, what's the next step for taking the next step forward? What do you need to do? David, sitting on the side of the road, looking down into the city of Ziklag, burned, smoke, embers, his family gone, his wife's gone, his kids gone, his army talking about, th- about killing him, no more power to even cry. And he grabs the ephod And he looks to heaven and says What now? God What now? What am I supposed to do now? And whether it's a victory like um, Elijah had on Mount Carmel He blew it He got discouraged Whether it's David after a great tragedy Like Ziklag what now? When we get to those points in life, four things. What's important? What needs to be let go or put on pause? What do I believe and have hope in? And what steps do I need to take to move forward when I'm ready? And when we establish those in our life and we have, and, and maybe it'll take you a day or two or three to fill out those lists. Maybe it'll take you a week. Maybe it'll take you a month. But you need to get those four things settled before you can really truly know what now. What now? I hope that was a help. It's so easy when we go through, through hardship or, or victory to know what the next step is. Let's gather the wagons. Make sure those four areas of life are filled in. Before we try to take the next step of life, I know last time we answered some other questions, the last few episodes, but this I want to hit. And we'll give you some more details as we get into next week's ep- or next time, we, the next episode that I release. Um, you'll, you'll see why I talked about this in this episode. Um, two days ago was the year anniversary of the last time that my wife and I saw our son alive was two days ago, was the year anniversary. It's been a hard, hard, hard month so far. And next week we will walk through the hardship of the one-year anniversary of his passing. And throughout this year of, of hurt and pain and hell, many times my wife and I and the kids have to stop and say what now what now and this is these four things have helped our walk with God they've helped our marriage they've helped our family our children they've helped our ministry they've got us back into our um, putting our heart into church and helping people and preaching they've they've strengthened our faith again um, by just Looking to heaven and saying, What now? Father, what now? So let me encourage you get your piece of paper out, write those four questions down, and start filling those things out. It'll help you, I promise. If you want to reach out to us, it's here to help ministry at gmail.com, here to help ministry at gmail.com, um, or you can reach us through our helps page on Facebook where we post this um, every week but reach out to us and let us know if you need our cell phone numbers to, to talk um, we want to talk or pray about something for you let us know and uh, we love you and if you ever get into the, gotten to this point where you just say God what now um, it's a hard place to be but it is recoverable it is a place where you can move forward you can the victory you can take the next step forward whether you've just gone through a wonderful victory and now you don't know what else to do or you've been through a complete heartache and tragedy and you just can't see half an inch before in front of your feet i've been in both places and these four things will help Um, reach out if you need to love to hear from you let's have a great week let's answer the question to god what now what now i love you we'll talk to you later